Good afternoon. Here we are again at Shepherd's Heart for Table Talks, where we bring in guests from the community, leaders, business leaders, to talk about Waco and the exciting things that are happening in our community. Today, I have with me the Executive Director of Greater Waco Sports Commission, Mike Vogelar. Mike, welcome to Shepherd's Heart. Thanks for having me. And uh, Could you tell us about the Greater Waco Sports Commission I'm excited about it personally, but I'd like to for others to hear what's going on. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know what the Greater Waco Sports Commission is. They've probably never heard of it. Uh, and, I, you know, I was a little bit the same way uh, when I came into this position. And so the Sports Commission is a 501c3, so it's a nonprofit here in town. It was started in 2015 by a number of uh, leaders here in this community that said, hey, you know, there is a opportunity here to be able to build a marketplace um, that promotes sports and also creates an economic impact here in the area. And so why don't we put together this uh, commission that can help kind of be an oversight of all the different resources and activities here in the greater Waco area. So our main purpose and goal is to be able to create an economic impact through sports, uh, primarily through amateur sports, as well as improving the quality of life of the local residents. Now, when you talk about sports, what kind of sports are you talking about? That's a great question. You know, sports doesn't have to involve a ball, uh, but obviously most people think of, you know, your football, your basketball, your hockey, volleyball, you name it. But um, we've even had robotics competitions just a couple of weeks ago. We've got rowing regattas. We've got downhill mountain biking. It really doesn't matter. Anything where you can compete, uh, we want to be able to help promote. And what are the resources that Waco has that are so attractive? Yeah, Waco is extremely unique. Um, not many places have a river that run right alongside their downtown and then also have the resources that we have here as far as infrastructure. We're right off of I-35. If you draw a circle with a three-hour um you know, radius from here, you're going to hit 22 million people between DFW, Austin, San Antonio, Houston. And so Waco is right in the middle. And so we are just the perfect place for folks to be able to travel to and then be able to go back home. And so we can showcase not only uh, our community and the natural resources like Cameron Park and the Brazos River, but then also some great new infrastructure that's been built here, whether it's McLean Stadium, the new basketball pavilion that's coming up, or even the base over at the uh, Extra Event Center. That's that's just awesome. You know, we um, I grew up here in Waco, and there was a lot of talk about uh, Waco being a draw, mm -hmm. and we kind of chuckled about it. But yet, here we are, mm -hmm. and, and Waco's growing fast, and I think y'all are a huge part of that. Uh, how significant is it that Waco is now hosting the Ironman competition? Yeah, it's a, it's a real big deal. Um, there's a lot of people that paved the way for that uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, some great leaders here in this community that sacrificed a lot of time and energy to uh, recruit the Ironman event. And so whenever we bring in that race, it each race generates anywhere between six to eight million dollars of economic impact. And so that's helping us as local say, residents. Say that again. Yeah, six to $8 million of economic impact for each race. And so the last two years, we've actually been fortunate enough to host two of the races on the same weekend, and that's called a festival. So you're multiplying that, it might be anywhere from 12 to $16 million worth of economic impact. And so that, that's a huge win. And again, it's driven by sports. It's a huge win that kind of 
eases the pain of maybe some of the the traffic control uh, irritations or inconveniences that get created for for such an event, right? Absolutely. You know, we there is a lot of planning and consideration and strategy around dates, routes, um, who it's going to impact. And so we're just extremely thankful and appreciative of this community. The first couple of years, it caught people by surprise, of course, because it was new. And so it was a, it was a big hindrance, but we've been really uh, proactive and intentional on trying to get the word out of when the Ironman is going to be so that it minimizes the impact on people's lives and, and the families. And so um, people are really excited about the event now, and they're excited that the race gets to come by their communities now uh, versus in the past. It certainly was in that way. You said two words there that I think are, are really critical, proactive and intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really how growth happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we really try to make sure that we can listen to the community, listen to all the voices and really try and make the best decision for the entire area. So it, is, it really becomes a community event rather than just something that's done here. Exactly. We don't want folks to come in town and essentially just kind of use and abuse our resources, right? We want to be able to be great hosts. And then at the same time, there's a huge benefit to us. These people coming in and staying in the hotels and generating hotel tax and eating in the local restaurants and and shopping at the local stores, it's affecting our neighbors, you know, our friends, those local businesses. And so without that, they would really suffer, especially with a lot of the construction that's happening around downtown, being able to bring in events and destinations and and reasons for folks to go to specific parts of town. That's a huge win. And again, we can thank sports and and the community. Huge win. I I couldn't agree with you more. Huge win. And you you said something else that I think is real fascinating. The the circle to around Mm -hmm. Waco, was it 30 mile? What? I, a three hour drive. A three hour drive. Yep. That, that three hour drive circle. And you, we fondly call that the heart of Texas. Mm-hmm. And to, for Waco to become literally the heart of Texas and a gathering point for people literally around the world. What is the, the farthest place that you know someone has come to participate in an event? Mm, that's a great question. I'd have to look at the map to figure out the actual mileage. But with the Ironman, you know, we play, we put out a map for folks to be able to put a sticker from where they're from. And I mean, you got everything from Alaska to Israel to New Zealand. It's all over the world. And so uh, Waco gets to play host to that. And so that's fantastic. Israel, mm-hmm. New Zealand, mm-hmm. coming to Waco mm-hmm. for an event. Yep. Who knew? <laughs> right. And so we're we're so thankful to be able to to showcase this region of the world and this region of the country um, to someone that's wanting to be able to compete and better themselves, right, in an athletic competition. And so that really uh, behooves us to bring our best game and laying out the best welcome mat we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And we we learn year in and year out, right, different ways to be able to improve the different events. And uh, we're excited about, again, this upcoming year and, and how we're going to be able to make it even better. So how does someone uh, volunteer or become a part of what you're doing? Yeah, you know, thankfully for us and, and what we do, we've got events 
all year round. So literally just this past weekend on Saturday, we had a Spartan 5K race at McLean Stadium. So we had about 3,200 competitors, um, most of which had never been to Waco, had never stopped in Waco, had never been to McLean Stadium or to Baylor. But because of sports, they got to be exposed to it and they thought it was absolutely beautiful, just like we all do. And so with those types of events, they're only um, operable with volunteers. And so we constantly have sporting events where we need volunteers, where we need the community to be able to help support them. And again, there's a benefit to our community of having all these folks in town, but uh, we're, we actively try to recruit volunteers, whether it's through our newsletters, whether it's, uh, you can go to our website, wacosports.org, and there's a volunteer tab there. Um, but we're always looking for folks that are interested in serving, but it could be anything from, again, being a judge for a robotics competition to being able to help greet people as they're coming in and checking in, to helping set up or tear down different facilities or pieces of infrastructure. Uh, we've got a Mother's Day run coming up uh, on Saturday, right before Mother's Day, May 13th, out at Waco Surf. And so, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities to be able to either hand out water and medals or to be able to help us set up or get people checked in or even do packet pickup at uh, the Bear Mountain, uh, which they're our packet pickup location partner. And so, there's there's something for anybody and everybody and because sports is so fun and attractive to all ages uh it's just it's a neat event to be able to be a part of and then you also walk away inspired i love it and, and i think the more inspired we are as a community the better we are as a whole mm -hmm. uh, our our greatest asset here is our people and they're great people that live in Waco, and they don't just create uh, work for others to do, but they create opportunities for others to thrive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that uh, maybe sports brings out in people. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you can't dribble a basketball. Man, you could roll a, a canoe pretty fast, mm -hmm. you know, uh, or what, whatever. So what we do here at, at Shepherd's Heart and, and why we're interested in, in this is, again, the Shepherd's Heart, the mm -hmm. heart of, of Texas, the mm -hmm. heart of Waco. We, we want to see the generosity and the greatness of who we are mm -hmm. that the world doesn't know anything about. Mm -hmm. To be seen, not just in in our competitions, in what we do, and in, in how we compete, but how we serve. Mm -hmm. You know, because if people, if uh, someone from Israel goes back to Israel and says, "Man, you got to go to Waco," mm -hmm. how many people have conversation? Man, you got to go to Israel. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool to flip the flip the script, don't mm -hmm. you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, I remember for the Ironman two years ago, there was a lady from Washington, the state of Washington, who wrote a letter in and just documented her entire stay and how incident after incident after incident, the heart of Texas, the central Texas hospitality and, and humble servanthood just loved on their family so well, whether it was from being at the 
uh, hotel and getting great service there to they went to the restaurant and a family just listened to their story and then ended up paying for their entire tab for their whole family there to, um, you know, the police that were helping with the downtown traffic. They just were blown away by all the the love that they received here in this community that really is a little bit foreign, you know, in other parts of the country and, and really world, frankly. Yeah. And if we want to see greater things happen around the world, why not start at home, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we have it right here. We mm-hmm. have the opportunities right here. Mm-hmm. Man, that's great. So how are ways that uh, other nonprofits can uh, work together with you besides just promoting events? What are mm-hmm. what are ways that, that are mutually beneficial? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you touched on one of them is the Ironman. So they've got a really neat program where they've uh, they've got a foundation, so kind of a, um, a sister company, so to speak, or sister organization, where they're able to help uh, fund recruitment of volunteers. So when the Ironman comes, there's tens of thousands of dollars that are getting pumped back into this community because nonprofit groups are able to serve and volunteer together and earn money for their organization. And so that's a, that's an obvious low hanging fruit, easy opportunity for nonprofits to be able to partner, get experience, get a little taste of, Hey, what it looks like to, to link arms with some friends and then go serve some, some folks. Um, but then there's also other different opportunities where, you know, if someone was interested in, um, you know, the, the promoting the event, you know, just like what you were talking about, Unbound is a, a local nonprofit that creates awareness for anti-human trafficking. Well, they were having their event on Saturday night. Well, we realized that we were having our Spartan 5K race uh, on Saturday morning. And so it just made sense to be able to say, hey, let's let's partner together. Let's try and promote, you know, just a fun weekend. And so we called it uh, the 3F weekend. And so it was uh, fitness with the Spartan Run, food trucks. We partnered with the Chamber of Commerce, uh, another nonprofit. And then we partnered with Unbound for Freedom. And so we called it 3Fs. And so even Spartan was sending out these emails, you know, to all the, the race registrations and folks then got to decide to, to double dip. And so they had a number of folks that were at the food truck showdown. And then they had a number of folks that decided, hey, I want to do the Spartan race in the morning and then I'm going to do the unbound race in the afternoon. It wasn't considered competition, but instead collaboration. Wow. I love it. I love it. And, it, and that's what partnership does. Mm-hmm. And everyone is bettered by that, mm-hmm. whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bettered by that. Wow. What else would you like to to tell us? Yeah, I mean, we are we're active all the time. Um, so this past month for March, again, we had everything from the downhill mountain biking, from um, 5K and 10K races to the robotics competition. We had the Spartan 5K race, which is a, a 5K obstacle course through McLean Stadium and through Touchdown Alley. And so we had 3,200 competitors from across the country all come for it. And then here in two, three weeks, we've got the Texas State Championship for rowing. And so rowing is something that's going to be growing here in Waco. We had our first regatta. The Waco Rowing Center held a fantastic regatta uh, on November 6th last year that brought it about a thousand competitors. Well, this one here in three weeks is going to bring 2,500 competitors. And so each one of those competitors, of course, brings, you know, friends, family, 
coaches. And so those people have to stay places, right? And so they're staying in our hotels and the Airbnbs here and eating at the local restaurants and just getting to experience again, Central Texas. So that is a huge event that we're excited about having. And that's going to be at uh, Trading House Park uh, Reservoir. So a facility and a lake that probably most people aren't familiar with here, but it's about 15 minutes northeast uh, here of town. The county just invested a, a great bit in putting in a new beach. And so county residents can go there and and uh, enjoy the water and enjoy the beach. And if you're an outdoors person, it is a fantastic place to be able to go uh, and just enjoy some um, some time with the family. So highly encourage people for that. Uh, we've got our Mother's Day run coming up at Waco Surf. So most people aren't familiar with uh, Waco Surf. It was formerly known as BSR Cable Park, um, but they have become extremely family friendly. And so we thought, hey, what's more family friendly than a Mother's Day run? And so we put together a run last year. And we got to sell out of the event a week before the race actually happened and had a number of families out there that got to experience just a, a fun run course. And then after that, they got to uh, hang out at the facility at the park for the rest of the day. And that's part of their uh, race registration. And so they got to enjoy the lazy river, the beach. They got to have a mimosa, uh, enjoy the extreme slides. And so we're, we're doing all that again here on May 13th, the, uh, the Saturday before Mother's Day. That's that's great. Now, are all of these events listed on your website? Yeah, that's a great question. So, yes, we do have an a, tab, a tab also on our website called or it's just events, uh, but you can also sign up for a newsletter. So I send out a newsletter at the beginning of every month, um, just highlighting what has happened and what's coming down the pipeline and ways to be able to partner and serve. And so you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're very active there and just kind of letting people know about things that are coming up. And that's also where we really showcase Team Waco. Um, Team Waco is a new initiative that we started last year. We selected six county residents that are overcoming a, um, a mental, a financial, or a physical hurdle, and then and them wanting to compete in the Ironman. And so we linked arms with a few different businesses that said, "Hey, we want to be able to help support these athletes, whether it's through equipment, gym membership, coaching, nutrition help." And these scholarships started totaling uh, this year; they're over seven thousand dollars a piece, um, just by starting, you know, uh, a conversation and trying to help folks here in this community better themselves. And so we just selected our new class of athletes. Um, and so that was shared on our social media. And then they got to compete as a team here this past week at the Spartan 5k race, which was perfect kind of training grounds. Uh -huh. And they'll be there at the mother's day run and a lot of our other different events leading up to, uh, the Ironman in October. So if you're interested in following, um, Mitch and Kenneth and Brian and Jennifer and Danielle's story, um, you know, log on to our social media and, and you get to, to be inspired and follow along. And those are athletes right here from Waco. They're all athletes here in Waco. And I'm not doing justice because we will have a podcast series where we'll interview each one of them because their stories are incredibly inspiring. Um, you can't walk away without being impacted. Um, Brian was actually, um, he's, he's in his fifties. I think it's okay for me to say the age. Um, and he's got a son who's differently abled and he, they were, uh, selected to be able to hold the finish line last year at the Ironman race. They volunteered for it. So again, uh, great community support there. And uh, Brian's son looked at him at the volunteer dinner where we talked about Team Waco and highlighted them. And his son said, Dad, I, I want to do an Ironman. And so, you know, that's it, hard for a dad to be able to tell his son, like, hey, you can't do that. And then uh, his son said, well, well, you could do it. 
So that's even harder <laughs> to yeah. look at your son and say, I can't do that. And so Brian said, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And so uh, he applied for Team Waco in January. And so he's going to be competing and he's never done a triathlon or anything like this before. And so, um, you know, there's, there's really no excuse. And so he's not letting there be one. And I love that because at, at the end of the day, that's what generosity does. Mm-hmm. That's what opportunity does. It doesn't look at the problem and say, yeah, that's a problem. He says, hey, we have a solution. Mm-hmm. And someone, you're bringing those two together. Mm-hmm. Someone has the opportunity to not just pull themselves up by their bootstraps, but to reach out and grab a hand that says, hey, you can do this mm-hmm. and, and find that place of support. That's the thing that excited me the most about every time I've heard you speak at, at various events and places is that, yes, it brings a lot of people from without, mm-hmm. but the heartbeat of Greater Waco Sports is to see this community thrive, and not just in general, but even down to the individual level. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Brian and the rest of the athletes, they represent this community, and that's why it's called Team Waco. And so we're just excited to be able again, being able to improve the quality of life of the local residents. And um, we can't do it alone, right? We've got a great partnership with the city of Waco, with McClellan County, and with a number of other different organizations here in town. And so um, we can't do it alone, but we definitely believe in rising the tide for all boats. And so we just, we constantly need that help and so that we can kind of pour that back into this community. So one more time, the best way to, to get in touch with you is through the website, which is? Yeah, wacosports.org. And uh, if you want, you can even email me directly at mike at wacosports.org. So try to make myself as successful as possible. And um, again, I wanted to I want to continue to see Waco grow um, and lead in how we serve this community and uh, those that are visiting. Mike, on behalf of Shepherd's Heart and the the many businesses we represent and the families we feed, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you so much for having me and giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Absolutely.